0: This may be the last 10-minute mission. Why? Um, she's making us karate. look bad with how
1: she's talking. About oh, you're... Things. Karate. We're no, just, no. Hey,
0: you get the... I never try anything
2: fancy with the wordplay because I know I always stumble over, like, normal stuff. But you're throwing it, for one, <laughs> his gift box. Is that really the name of the movie? No,
1: that... I, I watched the fight, and that's what they called it.
2: That's what I'm saying. You've done more research. Than oh, you're naming the moves properly. Pay
0: attention to how we comment on stuff. It's like no, I don't. Bar think bar number Star, seven. Yeah, Starlight Kid did that thing. <laughs> We've had a busy month this past one trying to make up for all the lack of stuff we've been putting out. I think I can safely say the three of us here at Face for Wrestling have been pretty on top of it during the month of August and should have made up for everything that we've been missing out on the past few months. Yeah. yeah. All the late stuff yeah, yeah. and everything. Or bad.
1: No, it was just me. <laughs> all of it was just
0: You heard it here, Doctor the Wife caused all the delays. That's right. Don't watch that. No, that's not what I
2: said. It was not what I said.
0: The best part is, you're only seeing the stuff we're putting online and not the stuff we're actually still working on right now.
2: Yeah, I think you told me, like, two days ago, you were going to start this video by telling people that we're about to calm down and everything's about to get back to normal pace. And, and then... You forgot. What yeah.
1: happened was... I've got
2: six videos recorded. We're about to record a draft for the for the thing, video game. The thing. The, the, the thing. As well as different videos that go along with that, Yeah, we're not slowing down at any time. I mean, over the next week, we're kind of taking a small break, but we're right back into it in the month of September.
0: Also, I'm working on a second pa- set of pants this week.
2: That's a different thing.
0: <laughs> He's finally wearing pants, folks, and we couldn't be happier. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Wrestling video podcast. I'm Waldo. I'm the Matt.
2: I'm Dr. the White.
0: And in episode 22, we are starting the journey that is 2019 stardom. Uh,
2: uh, um before we get back to 2019, without throwing out spoilers, can we do a little bit of 2021 business real quick? Okay. For those of you out there who are a fan of this show, which I'm assuming all three of you are, <laughs> you have to have the same sensibilities of us. Head on over to the Stardom YouTube channel, where you can currently see the five-star Grand Prix 2021 Chiodome show streaming on their site right now. No spoilers whatsoever for... Eight twenty nine, twenty twenty one. 2021 if you're watching this in the future, watch that show right now. Free on YouTube.
0: Normally, you would have to go to www.stardomworld.com worldcom for 920 yen a month. How many yen? 920! That's not a lot of yen. And I'm telling you, pause us, go watch this if you haven't watched it
2: yet. Multiple things happen on this show. Kind of stuff we've tied back into on our last episode. W- watch this show. It's amazing. It's free for streaming on YouTube right now, and I think it's staying there, right?
0: Uh, For now.
2: Yeah so check it out if you can but now
0: let's jump back to big things happening in 2019 i know it's already halfway through january in our timeline but like we said last episode this is where the actual long-term storytelling and other things that start to really take off and them to kind of where we are in current time yep. and i don't know about you but i'm happy to be here at this particular point in our timeline i am very happy for two reasons one it's a great
2: timeline to be in two I'm starting to remember stuff
0: i'm yeah.
1: different i am just experiencing as we go
2: i just there's a lot of stuff on this show i'm like i remember this
0: yeah i it makes sense now it's all starting uh, to come back together again yeah. it's like rereading a book yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, i i don't get through the whole book when i reread it i just kind of read the first couple
2: chapters skip to the end and put the book down well that's why you're here though you bring that perspective of someone who has yet to read the book oh i see you're finding it Yeah, this is your end. first run through it yeah yeah
0: it's nearly a week after Stardom's 8th anniversary show, and it's being held back at Shinkiba on a Saturday, January 19th, 2019, with an attendance of 235. Not as many matches on this show as the anniversary, but we still have the five matches that start to give us a sneak peek on how everything will unfold for the rest of this year. This show starts off with a three-way tag match, two six-lady tags, a singles for the Future of Stardom Championship, and and a tag match for the main event. Our first match is a three-way tag match with the team of stars of Alex and Saki going up against Hina and Rina and Jan, comprising of Kaori and Monster. So we shoot back to stars locker room number one, where Rina says, Today
2: we're at Shinkiba and we have a three-way tag. It will be difficult, but if we use our brains, we can win this one. Let's do it. Oh. We then shoot over to the Jan intros. Raka says, it's been a while, but we team up to face Saki and Alex and Hina and Rina. I'm not used to a three-way tag, but we are going to win. Let's go jungle jungle. We then shoot over to Savior Saki, who says, it's a three-way tag and maybe a little hard because we're fighting kids. I always love it when they point out that they're fighting kids or they have to <laughs> beat up kids or whatever. Uh, then you have the happy old lady on the other team. I assume she's not talking about the Raka here. Gotta be talking about uh, Kaori, right? Kaori, right? Yeah, we will show some adult power and win this one. Alex says, as if she's been following along the whole time, Saki and I are in a three way tag battle. And me personally, I believe in pink. She believes in pink. At which point, she pulls up the little black t shirt to show the pink t shirt under which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah, to show that she does also believe in pink. She believes in pink, so together as a team we can beat anyone or anything that gets in our ring.
1: No, let me stop you right there. Not pink. Maroon.
2: She said pink. First of all, <laughs> I don't know how believing in pink is gonna have you, help you fight anything. It
1: doesn't matter because she. Secondly,
2: secondly, she said anyone or anything that gets in that ring. I have an exact note What's here? about
0: to get in this ring? Well, she must be keeping up with the. Rock as a monster and not a kappa. Oh. Uh.
2: <laughs> we then shoot to the ring for our introductions, where we get our first sighting of helpful subtitle guy of the night. Yep. As Saki removes one t shirt to show her pink t shirt, which helpful subtitle guy informs us says,
0: Pink Bean Sprout.
1: Oh, is that what it says? That's what yep. it says. Okay.
2: Love this gimmick.
0: That's been her nickname for a little bit. Yeah, right? it
2: started off as an insult. But then she embraced it, I think due to Mayu. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, you are the pink bean sprout. Bean sprout power. We then get a little bit of dissension in stars. As Saki finishes removing the black t-shirt that was covering up the pink t-shirt, she walks over and angrily throws the black t-shirt down at Mayu. Don't know if you caught that. No. But she can tell Mayu's evil. She knows. Edited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They then have a funny exchange, which I couldn't make out. Helpful subtitle was not helpful here. (laughs) He's like, I give up. (laughs) And then we go into the match.
0: Monster and Kaori start with a cheer in this apparent triple threat tag match. Kaori, Alex, and Hina start parading around the ring to meet up in the middle for a triple collar and elbow. <laughs> yes. And then a triple test of strength that sees Kaori outdo Hina and Alex. They quickly go to a three way standoff. After all that, they all swap out. Rina starts asking Saki if she wants to betray. Why, of course. She did not. She did not. <laughs> The two stars members she are asked going, if she wanted to team
2: up, which Saki agreed to do because they're both members of Stars. That's all, not a betrayal. The
0: two stars members are going after Monster until Rena tried to sneak in a schoolgirl. It's followed up with the story of Saki trying to demonstrate how to properly betray to Arena. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Saki continues to try to team up with Rina, and Rena continuously rolls her. We're going to end up talking more about this than, than, than the actual match was in length. Okay, anything else? <laughs> We get our favorite snake headlock spot in the opener with Kaori taking the easy way out on this one.
2: Did you like the fact that she stomped on everybody, but when she got to Uraka she just went eh, at her and jumped yeah. over?
0: Her? Yeah, nice. It didn't go too long, so I'm okay with it. But Kaori starts running the ring and gets two or three to boo her while she's standing on Rena in the corner. This is a natural heel.
2: I love that she always has that one spot in every match where she legitimately gets some nice heat from the crowd.
0: The highlight of this match for me was watching Saki and Kaori go at it. Although it was short, Saki does get in a good boot, and the two look like they could have had a great match together.
2: Yeah, they build up some future matches, definitely.
0: Alex sneaks in a quick nine-seven-nine before the twins come in and slap on armbars number sixty-three and twenty-three. From there, the match was a bit all over the place, but Saki got the submission win in six twenty-eight by making Rena tap from the reverse chicken wing. It's at this the point.
1: The reverse chicken wing.
0: It's not
2: a reverse chicken wing. It's at this point. I'd like to bring up something. What's that? TK-791, I'm looking at you, me, versus you, calling the moves, I was ready. Whatever finishing move that was going to be used tonight, I was going to know it, I was going to put it on the paper, I was going to put it on air. This match ended with a double underhook suplex and a short arm clothesline. (laughs) Sorry, a short arm bar. Uh, Nothing fancy, no cool names, but thank you for the Meteora and the Burning Hammer. I should have known the Meteora, but I forgot all about the Burning Hammer getting you next time it's not over this is not over
1: to be honest i'm a little indifferent with when it comes to fights where the twins are or the triplets in this case the twins uh i could definitely see the development though based on what i've seen so far and the fights are definitely getting better between with with them in it because you can see the paces picking up.
2: Yeah, I thought this was a good for what the sisters typically do. It's a good opening match. They're getting some training in. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's fun. It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's a, it was a good opener.
0: We'll, we'll talk about this more at the end, I think. But did you notice that this match only had five, or this card only had five matches on it? Yeah. But everybody was on the card just about. Pretty much, yeah. But in different ways to where you didn't say, oh man, I've already seen. No, it was an entirely different show. Yeah. Up next, we have our first Six Ladies Tag match of the night with the other members of Jan, Jungle, Natsuko, and Gorilla, taking on QQ, Azumi, Konami, and Momo. Yeah, at this point, we're going
2: from beef to another shout out. R Riggs, man. I heard you about Momo. I never really respond on the comments, but I want to say I agree, man. Momo could be, she could have a whole company built around here, but I'm just happy to be able to get to see her, so we're just going to keep it positive, keep on rolling. Momo's awesome, though. Um, we shoot back to the Jungle Locker Room, where we get the typical Jan intros, except... This time we get Saia's first Jungle Assault Nation intro. She says, My body is small at this point. The other two crack up laughing. <laughs> and you can tell she's corpsing so hard trying not to crack up with them. My body is small, but my heart is big. The little giant from Kashi- Kashiwa? Yes. Saya Ida, we are Jan. Jungle says, Saya made her debut at Korakuen Hall and joined Jan. Now we team for the first time, THE Natsuko and I. I don't know why should put in the THE Natsuko, but The did, definitive so
0: article, THE. Yeah.
2: And I are teaming together in Osaka for the Goddess Belt, so we're preparing for that. And we also want to get Saya's first victory. Can we do it? Saya so says, yes, I'll do my best. Let's go jungle jungle. We then shoot over to Momo, who's looking completely cool and confident. Today at Shinkiba is a preview of my title match with Jan. So I am aiming for them. I want to pin them and have the momentum. Yep. Konami says, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be our first time facing the rookie, Aida, and I think I can handle her. Konami continues with, Momo will concentrate on the others and we'll get rid of Jan. At this point, I think Izumi realized, I'm not doing nothing in this match. And Momo says, we'll do our best. Let's go. We also get a first-time spotting during the intros. A wild Leo
0: appears cleaning streamers. We've seen her before already. Oh, have we? Yes, but we haven't identified her yet. We talked about this off-air. Oh, circle. Yeah. Ding. Ding. (laughs) <laughs> she'll be up soon yeah she's coming oh, okay older F does the checks and we are started off with momo and natsuko collar and elbow into a waist lock from natsuko and these ladies are starting off slow but build everything up there was a headlock from momo and she just yanked on natsuko's head like she was trying to rip it off mm-hmm. the two ladies make their way to the corners to try and mutually tag out but natsuko tags first and her and Jungle just rush over to the other corner.
2: I really like this spot. That was, it was good. Like, cool, we're both going to tag out. Nope, gotcha.
0: They are after Momo, and we get to see Gorilla join in on the fun when she jumps on the back of Natsuko, who is already on the back of Jungle, to splash down on as a team.
1: Yeah, that was I neat. D- that was neat. I liked that.
2: Yeah, I couldn't believe Saya got up that high. She was, what, like four foot? <laughs> four foot? <laughs> she will kill you. I, I, but, yeah, but she'll have to swing up to do it. The brickwork on this place is a shit show. Who's this scrawny puke? I'm a foot and a half taller than you, but whatever. What was that? I said I can't hear you from down there. Speak up, boy. I can't hear you from up
0: there. (laughs) I'm not dissing. I'm just saying she jumped really high. Yeah, she did. And the strength on Jungle to be able to do that. Yeah. Momo stays in, but Jan decides on sending Gorilla in for her to work on a bit. And for just her second match, she's doing really well. She
2: gets the piss kicked out of her. I'm getting there. Saya. (laughs)
0: Izumi <laughs> does come in and Qq do have a bit of fun at her expense though but I don't know how good Jan is really treating her because they leave her in the ring with Konami for a little bit Konami yeah, kicked her in the face
2: Izumi yeah. held her to get kicked in the face I felt bad
1: watching everybody Momo was just curb
0: stomping her I felt yeah. bad for
1: her because uh, I mean, even at one point, she gets hit in the chest, and everybody's just going up after her.
0: And
2: they're all smiles while they do it. Yeah, it almost yeah. seems like some kind of weird hazing ritual <laughs> that I would never <laughs> sign up for.
1: You know how sometimes when somebody's guilty, you just kind of lower your head, go guilty,
2: guilty, yeah, guilty. Shame.
1: Yeah, I, but I found myself doing that for Saya when I'm like, poor Saya.
0: But to her credit, she keeps getting up. Oh it's yeah, a she does. That could. <laughs> she finally breaks free and is able to tag Natsuko in, who is starting to get payback for Gorilla. She's not in too long and Jungle is in with Konami. Konami has armbar number seventy six on and Jungle just uses it as an excuse to display her amazing strength again with the single pickup. Yeah. and jamming her into the corner. Yeah. But Konami must think that the worst is over because she manages to slap on another armbar, number two, as it looks like QQ is starting to target the arm just like Higitsu did last week. Yeah, smart plan. But when Momo is in, she does it with kicks instead of armbars.
2: <laughs> yeah, why do an armbar when you can kick them? It's faster.
0: Jungle breaks free long enough for Netsuga to come in, and they go to execute a beautiful cross-arm, double-belly-to-back suplex in the middle of the ring to Momo. Yeah. They weren't able to get it done, though, as Momo gets back down. She ducks under a double clothesline, and as she's coming off the ropes, Azumi is perfectly timed with her to nail a synchronous dropkick.
2: And this is why I brought this up at the beginning of the match. Damn, Momo's good.
0: It allows for Momo and Jungle to be the only ones left in the ring, but as Jungle is struggling to get any kind of comeback, Momo is just having her way with her. Yeah. Until Jungle just cleans her clock with an elbow and soon to follow a clothesline. Yeah, that one hurt my jaw. Hot tags to Gorilla and Azumi, and Gorilla comes in and is on fire to be quickly put out by Azumi. As much punishment as Gorilla is willing to take, Azumi is just as willing to give it. But Azumi does get a little overconfident as Gorilla snuck in a couple of schoolgirl attempts. Azumi stomps the life out of Gorilla's chest for troubles, and Jan is in to set things right.
2: Yeah, I just have in my notes here the murder of Azumi. I think Jungle, what, like, clotheslined the shit out of her, and the Natsuko speared her right after that. And it was just like... All that stuff you did to Saya earlier, we're getting you back right now.
0: Oh yeah. While Jan had QQ briefly occupied, Gorilla shows off her neat pinning attempt.
2: Yep, and this is where I'm coming at you again. TK seven nine one Aida goes for the Aida Bridge, or the Aida Bashi, which is a bridging modified La Magistra. Really?
1: Okay.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I also found out a random note on this when I was looking up the name of this move. Did you know Saya is three years older than Momo? What? Yes. In this match, if I did my math correctly, Saya is 21, Momo's 19. Really? I'll I'll have to double check that, sir. You're terrible.
1: Yeah, this coming from the guy who didn't research, like he did. In
2: 2021, Momo is 21 and Saya is 24. Holy crap, Momo's good at 19 freaking years old. Oh, yeah, she started wrestling
0: when she was, what, 15? 14 or 15, yeah. Yeah.
2: It just never registers in my brain that she's 20
0: years younger than us and already accomplished so much and has more to come. The pin attempt is broken up by Konami and followed up with a stiffness contest. Tell us in the comments below who you think won that contest. (laughs) The fans? The fans. Momo ducks a clothesline from Natsuko as she's running out of the corner and bolts up the turnbuckle to land a perfect flying dropkick from the top. And it was quick. Chris. Natsuko returns with a safe spear this time. Thank you. And Old Ref tells them to get their asses. Out of the ring. <laughs>
1: which ref do we have in there? Old ref. Old, old ref.
0: He wasn't putting over nothing. No. Back to Gorilla and Azumi, and although Azumi is young, her time spent in the ring easily overshadows Gorilla being a rookie. Yeah. Double foot off the top turnbuckle to Gorilla from Azumi, and that's enough to get the three in 1155. Yeah, no fancy name here either, just a... Uh diving double foot stomp
1: it was good konami was fun to watch it's still surprising to me watching jan work because every time and this is probably the last two or three matches that i've seen her on where she'll get armbar or something manages to get back on her knees to pick up the person while still in an arm bar (laughs) and then hold them up like she's holding up bags of groceries on her arm to do whatever it is she has to do with them, So I could see how she could wear her arm uh, out pretty fast. I think the last show, she she was pretty worn out with one of those the, the arms she had. This reminds me of an image of another wrestler who created and edited her own her own picture to have the arm that had the title belt on. It looked like a man's muscled arm. And then, of course, the other half of her was, you know, regular. So every time I see Jan do stuff like that, I imagine that big, beefy arm. Nice. And then Saya, I don't know. Every time I saw Saya get hit, beat up, rolled over, or whatever, I, I just think, poor Saya. Just that's poor Saya.
0: She's definitely paying her dues as a rookie yeah. here.
2: But I, I enjoyed this match because it set up the ending as well. Because Momo got on the mic and said, Hey, you lost this important match because you let a rookie fight your battles. Recently, Utami's won our title matches, so I'm taking the one in Osaka. I'll pin either of you. I don't care. You'd better be ready therefore setting up what we kind of saw in the match where qq is more about doing damage winning the match doing whatever it takes to win where then natsuko gets on the match and says you're always talking about teamwork we're not some rookies we work hard together to win and you saw that in this match all Mm -hmm. three of them work together trying to get the victory you guys are so vain worrying about your belts we're gonna hit you with our power that's all for now Mic mic drop jan out
0: <laughs> I, I'm definitely ready for this title match.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a. It's, you know it's gonna be good. The way they've been setting up Natsuko and Jungle as these massive powerhouses, and then just Momo and Atami as almost evil geniuses, like who have an answer for anybody they get in the ring with. I'm ready.
0: Our second six lady tag match is part of the newly formed Tokyo Cyber Squad of Hana, Baba, and Sade against the rest of Stars, Mayu Tam and Starlight Kid. We shoot to the back where Bobby and Hana appear to be in on a joke, but Sadie isn't laughing too much. And I'm going to pull a page out of Matt's book here. for (laughs) shadowing.
2: So, you know here on Facebook Wrestling, we like to try to stay positive, but I'm getting one dig in here. Sadie (laughs) says, Kanye and Hana burst out laughing. Take three. Maybe you should have went with take four.
0: (laughs) Take three.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Konnichiwa. Hi, as you can tell, us three as a team, we're getting fed up with people blocking us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Bobby reminds her, it's blocking us on Twitter. (laughs) Sadie says, oh, and Twitter. So, yeah, they're gonna die. Her whole promo is to state the beginning of the song. Bobby, Hana, Sadie, Bobby, we're ready to take over. I don't know how Hana made it through this promo, but she then says... Looking forward to this. And then they just make awkward gun noises while Sadie says, kill you, kill you, murder, die. For like 10 seconds. Yeah. What the hell was this? It was all over the place. How bad was take one and two? I know. Oh,
1: there were others.
2: Well, she said take three as they were starting this interview.
1: Oh, they were.
2: Sorry, that's my one negative thing of the the night. We're moving on, moving on. We're not gonna focus on it. Where we join Starlight Kid, and after watching a lot of modern day stardom, I forgot that she's like ten when this is all going down at this point. Going from modern Starlight Kid, who's like muscled and like, ah, I'll kill you, to like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a weird transition in a day. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Starlight Kid says we face Hana's group today. A preview for Mayu and Tam's artist title defense. So let's win here today. And you go on and defend those artist titles. Tam says, Ah, you're too cute. Thank you. <laughs> Stars is always gonna do okay. Starlight says, We're okay. Mayu says, We're okay. Hey, where's P-sama? Tam says, He's gone. He went into hiding after Cure and all. Mayu says, Did he go on a trip? Starlight, Where'd he go? Tam, He thinks he can just go off on his own. Mayu, Running away from home? Tam, He may have gone far. Maybe he went back to the forest. If you find him, please tell me. Mayu, let's do our best at Shikiba, and then just high-pitched noises. Yeah. Ah, yeah. My ears hurt. Weird story. They're more worried about a Peachan. We call him Peachan here. Yeah. They're
0: more worried about where Peachan is than fighting TCS. What the hell, man? What the hell? In the ring for introductions, and Hana isn't happy that Mayu is getting all those streamers. Why didn't Tam get streamers? I'm not happy. Because
1: she's serious, Tam. Tam don't, serious Tam don't get streamers. Did
0: you also notice that Hana and the rest of TCS are also playing to that knee injury? Right, but before that, though, did you notice? So, again, our Tam got no streamers.
2: TCS mocked her for getting no streamers. So, when Mayu got her streamers, she shared them with Tam. So, oh, a little bit of props to her. But then, TCS, dude, they go into the mocking of the knee. It's a lot. They mock Tam. They mock bad knee. Yeah. They're the mean girls. Before
0: we even finish this up, y'all need to go back and watch this match. <laughs>
2: Just not even the match, just
0: the pre the first five minutes intro. What the hell is going on in Shinkiba? The entire TCS team meets stars in the middle of the ring for the handshakes. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's a psych out as TCS gives stars the California howdy and some verbiage that is more acceptable what over there than California here. What is a California howdy? Oh, my God, you never watched the Beverly Hillbillies with a Ernest? What is wrong with you?
1: What is a California howdy? Oh, <laughs> we call them birdies here.
0: Stars is flabbergasted that TCS would do this and focus on teaching Sadie some manners before she goes, maybe? I'm sorry, too soon. Too soon? <laughs> I mean, too soon. We're not there yet. My, you got in a stiff-looking elbow on Sadie. What was oh, that about? we were all beating the hell out of each other. The starters bring Sadie into the middle of the ring and just start slamming on the l one button. Everyone got at least two turns in as they are just making Sadie the a bag right now. But it's also getting some nice cheers from the crowd as everyone is clearing out to make this semi-rule enforced. As Mayu's running the ropes, Hana was there to stop her and let Sadie get in a nice looking clothesline. Hana does a little clearing and Bobby is in to take over. Look, the most attention we ever bring to this is identifying the spread of bad. But my goodness, Bobby's bad has developed Dunlap. Somebody help that lady.
1: (laughs) Better than the bloomers I kept seeing earlier.
0: Mayu is out. Starlight is in. The double bow and arrow.
1: Yeah,
2: that was pretty cool. (laughs) They they pulled it this time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they actually
1: did it. They got booed. No, Hana booed them for whoever she was doing it with for not doing it properly. Bobby. Bobby, yeah. So She, she redeemed herself.
0: She tried to save Mayu and got that for her troubles. Mayu is back on the offensive and taking it to Bobby in the corner. After a failed pin attempt, she combat rolls to tag in Starlight. Okay. And she gymnastics her way to continue the gymnastics offensive She Gymnastics off.
1: her way. I, I didn't know
0: what else to call that. She just kind of like dazzled in. But that's
1: so cool. I like when she does that. It's one way, one great way to make get my attention is when she does stuff like that.
0: There's a bit going on, but Tam is supporting Starlight by holding Hana and Bobby on the ropes long enough for Starlight to clear house. With Bobby and Hana flat on the mat, Mayu and Starlight double moonsault. Tam comes in and we get Starlight doing... What is this upside-down choke again?
2: Starlight Things.
0: Starlight, Starlight Things. But you said,
2: oh, the, is it like, in, it's the inverted STF, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Tam and Mayu with what I'm calling the Wings of Freedom. The
2: Wings of freedom. I looked it up. <laughs> Couldn't find it. Continue on. <laughs> I
0: like well, my man. name better. Bring it on, TK-791. <laughs> <laughs> what is does TK stand for?
1: Don't know.
0: Bobby's had enough and tags in Hana, who immediately starts demonstrating the basics and detailed intricacies of how to work an audience while also maintaining wrestling skills, as shown by her catching a hurricanrana slash tilt a slash physics and turning it into a rock bottom yep. while still working the crowd.
2: Props to both of them in this move.
0: Somehow, Starlight manages to get a tag in, and Tam comes in flying it with some purpose. She is all over it until Hana trips her up and just starts giving her the Brock Samson treatment. <laughs> Tam breaks a pin attempt at two and catches a breath while Hana works the crowd. As Hana's back to focus on Tam with the belly-to-belly, belly, Tam rolls it backwards. Instead of turning it into a schoolgirl, Tam boots Hana in the face. And then Hana returns the favor.
2: Holy crap, Tam makes everybody
0: she's in the ring with look good,
2: doesn't she? Tick three. <laughs> Tick
0: <Take> three. <laughs> I'm not sure what all happened here. I just know it ended with a forward Russian leg sweep roll into a reverse armbar number nine to Tam. After making the ropes, Tam and Sadie crossbody kick each other, and Tam is scrambling for a tag to Starlight. Sadie is letting her know that her offense isn't really that effective. As a counter, Tam and Mayu come in for a bit of an assist. Sadie easily picks up Starlight for what looks to be a rock bottom, but she wiggles her way to freedom in a roll-up attempt. The mother-of-all-face kick comes in here from Tam as she plants one square in Sadie's face. Yes, she did. Oh, while screaming, too. Yeah. It quickly shuts her up. (laughs) During the chaos, it sees Starlight execute a nice-looking modified fisherman suplex. It's not enough to put Sadie away, but it was nice to mention. Bo- yeah, I looked this one up, too. No name for it. Fisherman with a twist.
2: <laughs> no name for it. Move on.
0: Bobby follows up for the rescue and she finally shows us what the rope-bouncing move is actually supposed to look like now. She caught it pretty good on this one. Not only does it look better now, it actually makes more sense when it's done right. Yeah. A drop kick from the top to Mayu and Tam from Hana Gets everyone set up for Sadie on the outside. And I think she added a little bit of twist to it at the end this time.
2: There was an extra twist and like some extra speed. And I found it a little amusing. It surprised everybody. So Mayu even was over there quick to check to see if she was okay. And I'm like, Mayu, really? You're checking to see if someone's okay? <laughs> a
0: little bit okay? A little bit of moving on. Yeah. Starlight has rolled in and Seti is up top for the Frog Splash and it sees TCS get the three in 1052. It was a weird Frog Splash. Not the most high speed or high flying match I think we've seen in Stardom, but I think it did the two things it was required to do. You had the still brand new TCS being established and Mayu's injury still being a focal point. A lot of subplots going on here too, but those were the two things that needed to be done.
2: It was a weird match, not my favorite match. The ending was weird moving on for me. I don't
1: know. I mean, for the most part it was interesting like i keep saying it's interesting to look at Sirius tam and y'all explained that one a little bit earlier but i guess bobby looked a little bit better she wasn't too bad she kept up she was able <laughs> to keep bad
2: she looked terribly bad <laughs> no she did a lot better in the ring yeah. i could have done without like every time hana would do something bobby would copy I could have done without yeah, a little bit of that sidekick yeah. energy.
1: I guess it it doesn't make her stand out too much.
2: As much as I didn't like Sadie in this match, she at least didn't look like Yeah, else
1: in yeah, the match. yeah, definitely. But that's usual for her. She doesn't really blend in the background too much.
2: Well, there's news about Sadie.
0: Well, Matt, I have some bad news for you on this show. It's time to say goodbye to two of our favorites. Who's that? As we all know, we Matt and I knew this was coming. This yeah. is a kind of a shocker.
1: Make it sound like somebody's getting buried.
0: Well, as we all know,
2: no.
0: <laughs> <fortunately>. <laughs> Sorry, that's the worst we've been. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, this is it for our tenure with Sadie Gibbs. If it doesn't seem like she's been at stardom that long, it's because she wasn't. Without getting into any unproven stories, Sadie has decided to head back to the UK region and would sporadically pop up from time to time in wrestling. She seemed to be making the best of the remainder of 2019, but after an appearance on AEW Dark on 30 October 2019, yeah, she just... Kind of vanished, yeah. and I'm sure that current events didn't help any. No,
2: again, not going to go into unsubstantiated rumors. It's weird to me. I, she's what? She's undefeated at this point.
0: Pretty much, it's they were did, pushing there, her to the moon. There's been no solid loss. I, I don't think we'll she's just lost. Put, I
2: think she's won every match.
0: I know, but I'm saying like there's been some questionable. Yeah, but and,
2: it, they were obviously looking to push her. She's gone. Whatever happened, happened. Go watch a podcast. She talks about it for her side of the story. Yep. Okay. I don't think anybody else has really talked about it. That's all we're going to say.
0: Yeah. Well, unless it's
2: proven, we're not going to say The it. one thing I will say, I'm glad that theme song has gone. Yes. Not knocking on Sadie whatsoever. The
1: Amazing Grace. But
2: you win this high-speed match with this super fly multi-flip and then a frog splash and then the slowest, most saddest song yeah. starts. I don't get it.
0: Matt, it's also time to say farewell. To P-Chan. No. This is it. That's not true. It is true. It's not true. For a long time. That's true. P-Chan doesn't come back for a long time. (laughs) But P-Chan does come back. Hot off winning the Pro Wrestling Eve International Championship and the SWA title. Utami is defending her Future of Stardom championship against Hanan in the only singles match on the card.
2: Yeah, we shoot back to Hanan's locker room and she says, This is my second try at the Future title and I'm definitely going to win. I'm taking the belt and becoming the third Future of Stardom champion. I'll do my best. I want to take a pause at this moment because I don't think we've ever explained this to Dr. Wife. Okay. And we may have some new listeners who don't understand the rules of the Future of Stardom belt. Okay. To be able to challenge for the future starting belt, you have to meet one of two requirements. Okay. You have to be under the age of 21, no, 22, 21 or 22, or have been wrestling for less than two years. Okay. So you can be old, but no experience, or you can be young and go for it as many times as you want before you hit the age of whatever.
1: Do you age out for this? Yes. Yes. You can.
2: If you've been wrestling over two years and you hit the age of, I think it's 21. We'll go with 21. You can
0: no longer, you can no longer wrestle for the
2: belt.
1: But- but Tommy has it.
2: But Tommy's only 19
1: at the time.
0: Roughly about this time? Yeah. And has been wrestling less than way me. less than two years. Yeah.
1: So if she ages, if she's 21, will she be able to keep the belt?
2: Yes, because she's still wrestled under two years at this point. When she hits the two year mark and is over the age of 21, mm-hmm. she can no longer go for the belt.
0: Which is why Future Me says they had a Future of Stardom Championship tournament.
2: And why Future Me says future people are well over the age of 21. But under the two-year time limit, uh-huh. it's an interesting belt. It's a yeah. r-
0: it's a rookie championship. Yeah. yeah, very
2: unique championship. Yeah, I like I like it. Hmm. We then shoot over to Tommy, who says, "Today is my first defense. My opponent is supposed to be one of the judo sisters. I guess Hanan. So she practices judo. Well, I'm a judoka as well. I don't know. What a she does judo too. I, I get it, but yeah. I i would never heard the word judoka before. Today I'll show my superiority in judo and in wrestling."
1: I mean, I guess that would explain what they were doing at the beginning.
2: Yes, at the beginning. As you point out, Hanan comes out in her normal judo gear. It's Mm -hmm. a gi, correct? Yeah. And then, without the mask, without the flags, out comes Utami in a much nicer judo gi with a lot more stripes on her belt. Yeah. Showing that she is a bit more of a practitioner than Hanan is. Also, you can see the differences in um, how far along they are in their judo careers. As Hanan takes the time to nicely fold her gi up, like a proper student would. And Utami just takes hers off and throws it out to (laughs) the person at the ringside. Mm
0: -hmm. Old Rev conducts his checks for foreign objects, or in this case, objects. They start off with her traditional collar and elbow lockup, but it sure does like Utami just moving Hanan around wherever she wants.
2: They start off in a judo match.
0: It may seem like a slow start, but Utami is keeping to her word from the pre-match promo that she would display some judo skills of her own. As they're getting up to a good round of applause, Hanan sneaks in a dropkick to Utami as she was just taking her time getting up.
2: I really like this moment. They were doing. They started off with a judo match, and as soon as Utami is like, "I got you. I'm better at judo than you," Hanan loses her cold, drop kicks her, and just starts dropping elbows with a war
0: cry.
1: A, did you say with a war cry? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what... Hanan
0: flipped out that she was she, getting out yeah. judoed, man. Oh my god. And the match turns into a one-sided contest until Utami has had enough of the roughhousing. As Hanan's running the ropes, Utami gets up and shoulder tackles her down. Hanen tries to regain control with armbar number 26, but Utami lifts her up for a powerbomb with her best jungle impression. Uh, it must have taken a lot out of her because Hanan gets the quick armbar number 12 on her again, but struggles to keep Utami away from the ropes. Yeah,
2: We've mentioned this before, and I still want to bring it up again because I really like it. I like the way in stardom when you first reach the ropes, the refs like, kick the ropes or whatever to make sure you have the rope to make sure you do deserve the break. I
1: thought that was the ref being mean when he did it no. in the jungle because I, I asked him about that. Yeah. I'm like, why would he ever do that?
2: No, it's just to make sure that you do have the ropes. You're not just brushing them with your fingers.
1: Oh, I can't. Because when they
2: go back into the ropes momentarily right after this, she has it soundly. He breaks the hold. Oh. The first, I had this, the, the same, the first time I saw, because Rev, old Rev I mean, always kicks he was the hell angry. out of the rope. But he's just making sure that you do actually have the
0: rope. There's no quick break for no reason.
1: Okay. Makes sense. Now I understand. Yeah.
0: After a hip toss to Hanan as she was coming off the ropes, Utami tries for a torture rack. Hanan slips away and it almost turned into a pin with some unique attempts made on Hanan's part. It's super slick. Off the ropes and Utami catches Hanan into a choke. After a little, she puts Hanan up in the torture rack finally and she submits at 623.
2: I think if you take this match in a vortex and watch it, it's kind of boring. However, when you take it to the story they've been telling with Utami over the past couple shows, She's fighting people in their styles of fighting. She fought Viper in a strength match and beat Viper by overpowering her. She fights Han tiring
1: in, her out because yeah. she did a lot of that.
2: She fights Han in, in a judo match and out judo's her. They're really showing that she can do a little bit of everything. And so like I said, if you watch it in a vortex and you don't know that, it's kind of a boring match at first because it's very slow and judo is kinda but if you take it to the whole thing, it's really exciting to see where they're going with the Dominic You know,
1: interesting that you say that because at the beginning of this fight, I I really wasn't into it because I'm like, it's too slow, it's boring. But I got to think about it and realize, wait a minute, they're probably within the same umbrella of you know martial arts because they were wearing yeah. the same kind of gi. So the beginning was probably more... Methodical in the way they were trying to figure out how to get under the other one. Yeah And I wrote this here the first few moves were a little confusing for me But uh, it wasn't really that bad because you start to th- realize the continuity of the match when you see how connected They are in the moves and then the whole berserker thing yeah. That I kind of thought was straight out of a video game where you know how you get so many energy points and then you press the special button and it, rah! Yeah, yeah, and then, then, then there was that I could have done without that, but Overall, the match, I, I understood it the more I watched it, it started to connect the dots on that one. Yeah.
2: It seems like bad short term booking because it's really good long term booking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. T- uh, for yeah.
2: Tommy's story. But you really
1: got to put a thought, you got to put a lot of thinking on that, man. Yeah. On that, her yeah. track. I'd say know.
2: my only negativity was I wish Hanan had maybe on the last show, show two shows. Had done some judo and won a couple matches to build her up as a judo contender because they just kind of say
0: it. So I have kind of a note here about that. Yeah. It was a very short and technical match but it also did the job of maintaining Tommy as a top rookie. Yeah. Okay. While elevating Hanan into that contender that you're talking about Yeah. for the title and separating her from her sisters. Exactly. This match did what you're talking about yeah. that should have been done the last couple of shows in our opinion.
2: Agreed. I have no complaints. No real complaints. I like this match. I was a big fan of it. It's one of my favorite Utami matches so far, which is weird because, like I said, it kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere with her and Hanan. But then when you take the promo beforehand and Hanan says, this is my second chance, I'm going full speed, that kind of elevated her up a little bit too. So, like, they did a lot in this to make it work. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. It's the main event with Oidotai versus Oidotai. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It took me a minute when I realized
0: that. Oh, (laughs) Tai. Everyone's a winner. (laughs) Everyone. <laughs> the team of Hazuki and Natsu go up against Keigetsu and... Natsuki.
1: <laughs> is Hazuki oh. and Natsu, right? oh.
0: Natsuki. And they're going up against Keigetsu and Jamie Hayter. After the 8th anniversary show, Kagetsu called out Hazuki to be her next challenge. And this is just a teaser for that future matchup. Yeah, we shoot back to the Odeotai locker room,
2: number one. Number
0: one. Where Hazuki says,
2: we're at Shinkiba. And it's an Odeotai showdown. It's a preview to My Little Match next week.
1: My Little Match?
2: Oh, not Little. Sorry, My Title Match next no, week. okay. My bad. I know I've progressed a lot, but Kigitsu thinks she is going to beat me, so I want to beat her for the three count today. At which point, Natsu decides to outweird the earlier promos as she holds up Rosie Ogawa's new autobiography and says, It's Rosie Ogawa's new autobiography. Buy it! We then shoot over at Kigitsu. Never one to be outdone on the weird promo scale, we see Jamie. Crying. Tissue stuffed up her nose.
1: <laughs> I like how you narrate this and make it so emotional.
2: I It, it got me. I oh, was worried well. for Jamie. I was worried for Jamie. <laughs> he had a I'm sure. year old guy in the face. because Kikitsu, in pretty good English, says, Jamie, are you okay? And Jamie's got tissues up both nose. Jamie says, Both? S- I
1: thought it was one. Both
2: noses. I think both noses. She, she only both? has one She's got nose. Three She's only noses. got one nose. Multiple <laughs> noses. Both nostrils. Tissues up all of them. Jamie, I'm sick. Kikitsu, sick. Sick, no, no, no. Are you okay? Today is the preview of my title match with Azuki. Are you going to be okay? (laughs) Jamie, I'm okay. But I'm dying. (laughs) They got me in my hearts and my feels. Kegitsu says, you're okay. Well, with Jamie in this condition, I might have to carry the team. Seriously, though, as the champ, I want to show Hazuki that I mean business. As for the match, there you go. And then... We get a miraculous recovery <laughs> as all four Odeo Time members, and now, make their way to the ring to do a group dance before they fight each other.
0: So the book that you mentioned a while ago, yeah, this was actually released between the 8th anniversary and this show. Nice. This was an absolute terror to find online.
1: Terror? I couldn't
0: find it anywhere. uh uh-uh. I actually scoured all the usual suspects Mm -hmm. and some of the unusual suspects and could only find one copy of this book available for sale in England. However, I am putting in the ISBN number below right now. Uh, While it seems to only be in Japanese, reviews suggest that it covers his time as a photographer and how he came up with the idea for stardom. Photographer?
1: Photographer? Yeah. Photographer. Photographer. Photographer.
2: In East Texas, we have photographers.
0: Yep.
1: Photographer.
0: We have photographers who use oh photography
2: cameras.
1: We're talking about pecans and pecans and tomatoes and it's tomatoes.
0: Pecans. Aside from the book, I can swear there's something different about Jamie here. Can't quite place my finger on it, but I think we'll call this version of Jamie the classic. The classic. classic. Jamie. So before we even get Oedo Tai coming out, the biggest question on my mind was will there still be a dance?
2: <laughs> Sorry, I already answered yeah, that. Yeah, I lesson. know,
0: exactly. Would you know it, they didn't disappoint any of us. <laughs> I love
2: This is probably my favorite one of the dances. They mess up a lot in this dance. On purpose? I think it was the on the purpose. The more they mess up, the better that half acidness plays out. So I enjoyed this dance more than normal.
0: You know who wasn't having any of this today? Old Ref, as he sent Racecar Ref out. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't, I wouldn't call he already that. knew where this was going. Yeah. Only Natsu can make the starting handshake of any match very awkward. Which part are you talking about? Where she tries to handshake with Kagetsu.
2: Oh yeah, so you're talking about after the ref made her put the book down Yeah And stop reading And she made sure to mark her place And tell everybody at ringside not to touch her book
0: Yeah Rosie's book
2: (laughs) No, I like, they all four do their handshakes Hazuki, Keigitsu first Natsu, Jamie And then we go, Hazuki, Jamie And as Natsu goes to shake hands with Keigitsu They both tease punching each other in the face (laughs) Before going, nah, we're cool this (laughs)
0: this pre-match
2: <laughs> love it love Natsu
0: but I'm going to tell you right now when the bell rings and we start off there was no messing around and this was a straight teaser for what's going to happen with Keigetsu and Azuki.
2: yeah I was actually kind of surprised that they started off with Keigetsu and Azuki. Yeah, same here in a good way
0: this looked evenly matched as one is starting to get the upper hand the other one finds a way to reverse Azuki knocks Keigetsu out of the ring and looks to go flying out after her but she stops at the absolute last second because she is wise to what Keigetsu does on the outside of the ring yep Instead, she waits for her to get back in the ring. And when she does,
2: they both tag out. And then the seriousness stops for a second.
0: Yep. <laughs> Natsu even looks to be going for some wrestling as they try to trade some wristwatches.
2: Oh, wait. We're skipping past where they both agree that they're friends and not going to try to hurt each other.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Got it. But the one Natsu tries, the wristwatch I'm talking about, Yeah. Jamie is less than impressed. Yeah. She just kind of stares at her. <laughs> Jamie starts whipping Natsu across the ring. When Natsu lands a crossbody on top of Jamie and tries to pin her a few times. I can kind of imagine what happened before the match. Huzuki went to Natsu and told her she'd have to learn how to wrestle or actually wrestle during this match. Yeah. And she's like, oh God, I gotta learn how to wrestle. <laughs>
2: I love that. Again, I love during this part. The whole time, like I said, there is the whole, we're friends, we're friends, we're not gonna hurt each other. And then as soon as Natsu starts doing stuff, it flips a little bit of a switch in Jamie was like, I
0: thought we were friends, what the hell? And starts to beat the hell out of Natsu. <laughs> When Keigetsu gets in to try and help Jamie out, Natsu stops herself on the rope from a whip. Hazuki flies in and tries to even things out. This is when the mistake is made and the match spills outside the ring to the advantage of Keigetsu. Natsu rolls back in and Jamie is trying to take control. She does some shouting to Natsu and whips her in the corner to get some more help from Keigetsu. I appreciate how on the 8th anniversary show, Keigetsu misted Jungle out of the view of Old Ref. But on this show, she sprayed mist straight in front of race car ref and started to intimidate him before he could think about disqualifying her.
2: I enjoy how when they were on the outside and Kigetsu was destroying Hazuki with a chair for a moment, now it was
0: apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> Natsu tries to call timeout as Jamie snaps suplexes her out of the corner. Yes, she did. I don't think it worked. It did not. This leads to more double teaming up on Natsu from the rest of Town members. You see Hizuki almost playing the face here, trying to call attention to everything. Yep. Natsu puts Nao in Danger's Way to try to prevent even more heartache, but Kagetsu just bowls her over and goes for the attack anyway. Then, Japanese Jack Tony gets involved. Natsu used the autobiography. Hazuki <laughs> <He does. laughs> is flying all over the place as she drives the match to be between her and Kagetsu again. A code breaker from let lets a tag to Jamie Succeed. But Izuki does the same thing to Jamie to tag in Natsu again. Hazuki and Jamie trade Irish whips to the corner and Jamie starts taking it to her. Back to Keigetsu and Hazuki in the ring, and Keigetsu is now focused on taunting Hazuki to prove dominance. Can't tell what Keigetsu was going for here. It looked like a torture rack, but Hazuki turned it into a DDT instead.
2: Yeah, it was beautiful.
0: She follows it up with a single leg backbreaker that was eleven on ten. Sensing danger, Jamie comes in for a second, but is quickly shooed away by Hazuki. Yeah,
2: Hazuki's having none of this.
0: Natsu tries to use the whip, but it was not very effective.
2: It wasn't effective, but she slapped her across the face with it.
0: Oh, I know. Like I, I really don't know what was going on here. Pain. Double-team codebreaker to Jamie as Natsu was holding her up for it. Natsu clears Jamie out of the ring for Hazuki to continue to try and win the match. Huzuki goes up top for her original HCK bump, but it isn't enough to win the match as Keigetsu is saved by Jamie just kicking Huzuki straight in the face. Yeah, at
2: the last second too.
0: Keigetsu is up quick to join Jamie and land Huzuki out with the double kicks to the chest. Yes. Somehow Hazuki manages to kick out, but Kagetsu has her up for a choke slam followed by a roundhouse. Still not enough as Kagetsu lays in the Mishinoku driver to set up for the Oido coaster. Hizuki slips away and rolls Kigitsu up in a schoolgirl to get the sneaky and surprising three in 1547. did
2: this so quick. This was perfect. Couldn't ask for it to be better done. This match was awesome. We'll go into that in a second. Because we get... I got two pages of notes
1: here. Two pages.
2: There we was a lot going on after
0: this match. Hizuki
2: on the match who says, kagetsu I just beat you for three. You yourself nominated me at Corky and Hall. Now that I just pinned you, are you having second thoughts? At Edeon Arena, I will pin you again and take the red belt from you. Kegutsu says, Zuki, you've gotten stronger, huh? But let's tell everyone. I lost on purpose. Again, I lost on purpose. Izuki says, you used that line before at and Hall. And do you remember what you said when we went backstage? It's just a way to get out of the situation, to play mind games with them. I paid attention, and I remember what you said. Kigitsu says, Wow, the truth hurts. You really threw that at me. Okay, the past is the past. Next week is Edeon Arena. I got a good feel for you today. You've changed. It'll be an amazing battle next week. Don't you guys think? I've been critical a lot lately, but I want to criticize one more thing. This is not a request for Azuki. It's a request for you fans. Next week, Don't take any pictures. If you're going to see this match, do it with no camera. Concentrate and watch the match. Enjoy professional wrestling. Be vocal and support your favorite wrestler. What do you think, Hazuki? Hazuki says, no pictures taken. I agree. Don't watch us through a lens. Judge with your own eyes. Let's give them a good fight. I know you want a good match, but it could be the same result as today, so be prepared. Keigetsu, got to get a little dig in on our own. Even your mic work is on a new level. I get it. A great match. Let's show them what we're all about. You won't be able to surpass Keigetsu, so you better be ready. If you want to take pictures, please leave after the semi-main event. We'll give you a hot match, so if you want to see that, please come. Friendly Subtitle Guy then tells us every January, the company takes an overnight trip to celebrate the anniversary. Keigetsu says, but let's not get frustrated, Izuki. We have the annual two-day trip this week. Now, why aren't you going? Jamie and Azuki are going, but they're the only friends I'll have there. And now, Tai
0: will close the show. This is how you build for a title match that's within a faction. Yeah, and only in two-week build. Really good. Kigitsu didn't have to lose here. In no. fact, she didn't even have to do the match. She's the current Red Belt champion. But by having this match, there's now a doubt that Kigitsu can actually not retain at the next defense. Yeah, they
2: actually build up a doubt. you think Kazuki can do it. She killed it in this match All four ladies killed it in this match But Hazuki was on another level from everybody else That was in this match
0: While the match did go outside, it wasn't long And I'm always a bit suspicious when there is a match Involving everyone from the same group But this match pulled it off and built expectations Toward the actual defense Weirdly, this should have been A heel-heel match But Hazuki turned it around into a traditional face heel match By being a little bit more tame in her work On the outside of the ring
2: And focusing more on the wrestling than the it's beating l- people up.
0: You see, it's little things like this that build the psychology of a match for me instead of a 20-minute scripted promo segment. Yeah.
1: This match was a little weird because <laughs> it took me a little bit to realize what was going on. Right. Uh, I know they were serious. Well, at least Hazuki and Kagetsu were kind of serious. And then the other two, when they came in, it was just more playful banter. But overall, I just kind of took it like a sparring match. I could see the entertainment value for it. They kept everybody going. They gave people good chuckles. I heard another chair go there, and y'all don't want to recognize that chair.
0: Chair <laughs> lived. That chair was <laughs> helpful.
1: <laughs> I was curious as to what was said after the spit. She said something. She was being funny, but she was on the corner. And she said something after getting spit on which made everybody laugh and I was curious about what she was saying but uh overall it was an entertaining match it was it was fun for the for the end it wasn't I wasn't at the level of to where you guys were with regard to how highly you uh call the
2: match but it, it was fun to watch so that being said then what was your match of the
1: night uh, my match of the night uh, the last one was like I said was a good one very entertaining but I really didn't pick that one for match of the night match of the night I gave a tie between team Hana and versus Team Starlight. This was entertaining. The crowd was really into it. Uh, Bobby did really well. I'm always entertained by the flips of Sadie uh, when she does it to go to the outside of the ring. Uh, I thought the match did all the right things to get you looking at it, watching it, and just keep you hooked. for It was more entertainment. But the other one I was giving the match tonight to was Utami and Hanan, which I thought was a good match. They both re- looked really good. Hanan gave it a good shot, uh, even though she tapped out, technically. <laughs>
2: Oh, she screamed she guys. screamed yeah she
1: <laughs> i I was more into that fight for the technical part of it because it was more cerebral they were really thinking about what they were going to do with each other but like i said both matches were pretty good and I, I couldn't decide between the two of them so i gave it to both of them
2: i was originally gonna go with utami and hanen when i first saw that match because like i said the overall arching story of a couple six, six months now at this point yeah has been amazing, but I could literally watch Kegetsu and Hazuki just stand in the ring and have a blinking contest and think it's match Yeah, I tonight. know, I know. They're amazing. They were amazing for me. I thought they did
0: really well.
1: Yeah, but um, you guys are team Odeo tie.
2: I
0: also Oedo
1: tie, isn't it?
2: Oedo tie.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you got it right. I know how to say it when I need to. <laughs> I got to defend myself. I got this. On top of that,
2: since we've started this show Natsu really is probably one of my top three favorites. Instead. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't disagree. She's, she's actually really good. I like, she I, I'm a fan.
2: Adds something to every match. Yeah. She did so in here. She'll in the book taking the abuse from her teammates to set up the fun moments. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a little bit of everything for everybody in this match. If you like serious wrestling, you got Azuki. If you like the more high fly stuff, you have Keigitsu, who was doing a little bit more of the high flyery mm-hmm. stuff as well as the brawling to the outside. And then you have the funniness with Jamie, who's almost on Natsu's level, honestly, with the just adding that comedic, in a good way, Wait, Natsu's the
1: one that, um, I don't want to be- Washing machine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) shout out to Momo. She killed it in her match as well. But I'm giving my match tonight to the main event. I think it was the rightful main event. If you had to check out a match from the show, this is the match I would suggest. Walter?
0: I am 99% right there with you On the exact same course Up until the main event Utami and Hanan were my match of the night For everything that y'all just said On paper, the main event normally wouldn't be considered by me Because I've complained about worse yeah. than others But the way that everything worked out And the wrestling that took place to build this storyline up For what's coming down the road Double thumbs up yeah. Also, and for being a recent addition to Oedotai Jamie has really found her groove in I such just- a short period
2: I know we, we propped up B and how well she's taken to Japan, but Jamie, maybe even more so than B. Like, she gets it. She gets Odeo She gets the crowds.
0: She... Dare I say that had she not been at Odeo from her start, she'd be in a worse situation where she. Would oh, be no, now. yeah. They put
2: her in the exact right spot from the get go. And speaking of Odeo and being more sheisty, we am going to go with Hill of the Night. I've got an interesting pick. I'm going with Bobby. For the bad? <laughs> no, Bobby, because as good as Hanna was at being a hill tonight and taunting Mayu and beating up on stars, every time she did it, you had this angry little dog, this little spike who would come up and kick him a little bit more. Oh and that gosh. was Bobby. Bobby was. was
1: you like, sound more like him every time he says Saki.
2: <laughs> no I'm but I'm giving her props oh
1: okay. because I
2: like the way like Hanna would grab her knee and go oh my knee and that was then, funny and then Bobby would grab her knee and fall to the ground and be like oh my knee." <laughs> like she just had to try to one-up even her own teammate in a good way you know those movies where there's like there's the gang fights and they're fighting and then that one dude stays out of the fight but then he'll just run over and kick people when they're on the ground that was Bobby tonight so my hill of the night is gonna be Bobby Tyler props i think you're getting it i think you're having fun keep it going dr the wife
1: my heel of the night is an interesting tie too uh it was the deceitful twin i forget which one it is uh that would be Rena. Rena. yes she's, i was she's su- the new i she- was <laughs> surprised that she kept doing that because she made a very friendly gesture to work with her and all of a sudden every chance she got she tried to get her down from down for a pencil Props to you. And then the other heel of the night, I was going to give it to Hana because of the birdies that she let fly at the beginning mm-hmm. of the match before the handshake. And the, her uh, making Monique.
0: fun of, oh, yeah. Monique. She was
2: also even doing, like, holding some water in the mouth, kind of saying that, like, Mayu's mouth is kind of puffy, I think. Oh, no. Like, it was weird. Like, there was some serious mocking going on. But then, like I said, every time she would do it,
0: Bobby would just have to do it slightly more. And it was just like, <laughs> ah, I love it. Walda? My heel of the night is Saki for trying to blend in with Alex trying to hide that she is an evil person on the inside by hanging out with an Aggie. Every show, we see Saki sink to new lows. How <laughs> shameful is this? Terrible, terrible. I'm Waldo, and that's it for me. I'm Matt. I'm Dr. The Wife. Be sure to catch us in all the usual places within social media, at Face Wrestling on the Twatter and Facebook, and also at Dr. The Wife on those two, plus the Graham Cracker.
1: No, the Instagrams.
0: Leave a comment below and let us know how we're doing. You can catch the audio version of this episode on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to stutter kick and the subscribe button here on the YouTube as always check out wwwstardom where you can check out some amazing wrestling action for only 920 in a month 920
1: so my question to you is if it's 920 a month on 920 are you going to make a big deal out of it
0: don't forget everyone is different and everyone is good